0: I am rolling
1: and we're good. okay, cool. I
2: think yeah, I'm rolling and my levels look excellent.
1: yes. yeah, I've I've been having a levels issue lately. like I feel like um the last episode of my podcast with Tristan, I feel like it sounded really low. I don't know if you heard it. But, yeah. yeah,
2: I did hear it. and I actually
1: when we got to taya and I went
2: to go see the Batman last night. And when I sat down before you got there, I was like, Tristan, I'm not mad at you. (laughs) I'm like, I'm not mad at you and I'm not mad at Zach. So Tristan is my brother's Uh, 21-year-old roommate. And when, so Taya has another podcast, plug time, Taya has another podcast called When Your Heart Falls Out of Your Head, and she talked to Tristan. Thank you. Me too um but yeah so like Tristan had heard my episode where I was like yeah like these teenagers started being in my house all the time and I was like I think I should move and uh he was just saying like it made him feel really bad and so I was like Tristan don't feel bad like I was planning to leave the farm eventually anyway but it was just like when Zach suddenly had a bunch of people potentially moving in. I was like, oh, I guess now is the time to do that.
1: But I also it was think, very sweet. He is very sweet. And I also think that, like, sometimes when you're in your early 20s or your late teens, you're not aware of how you're imposing upon people, even though know. you're not intending to. So I think yes. it may be, like, what I tried to explain to him it's like it's not because of like your intention it's just you know when you're an adult and you or when you're at any age and you have your own space it's interest, it it's uncomfortable to feel like people are making calls about your own space so yeah
2: i just really cherish my private space and my like alone time and, and once, once that, that was kind of like, had, like impeded like, like, upon against my uh, will once it was like, like i'm when like, cody and i are like, like we're going to cook dinner and, and have like, like a cozy like night, night in together and, and like make out and like have sex in the living, living room. room and, and then and there's I'm like, like <laughs> 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 and then, and then there's a 21 year old kid just like watching the movie with you i'm like what? <laughs> And And that's not because Tristan's like an an a-hole or anyone's an a-hole. It's just like,
1: oh, I thought I lived here, but I live here with this person now. Something (sighs) tells me that Tristan doesn't knock. Dude, one
2: time, I don't know if this is a segue or what, but one time, so Rosie and I used to live together. Rosie has come to visit me a few times. Okay, okay. There was one time that I was at the farm, and I was asleep, and Ringo, your son, was there, and this is not uncommon, but I don't think it really happened, but I dreamt that Ringo came into my bedroom and started, like, jumping around on the bed, and was just (laughs) like, yes, party at the farm, and I, like, woke up, like,
0: I feel like if he did come in when you were asleep, he'd be like, Mary, can I do this? Mary, will you set the <laughs> Nintendo up for me, please? Like, he wouldn't be jumping on the bed. He'd be That's
2: like, why I'm like, this was a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He would just be like, hey, are you awake? He would just like, like poke my head and be like, "Are you? do you want to hang out right, right, right now? Right? Do you want to watch oh, yeah, me play like, Mario Kart? Um. So but, yeah, yeah, it was just really, really funny. funny. Uh, uh, speaking, speaking of, of not knocking, knocking. Um.
1: Oh, can I tell you about my week real quick? just so that I Please. don't carry it into the rest Can of the Can we pod? go
2: around the table and tell everyone about their weeks cuz yeah. I'm so excited uh, yeah. to yes. I'm so excited to consult both of you about my week's developments uh, okay. Rosie left She's I'm here. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Yeah, you guys go ahead. I'm going to go over here." <laughs> I feel like guests on the pod should have like an intro. Yeah. Um yeah, I, I feel worried about that cuz I don't want to like reduce Rosie to any like specific <laughs> thing, but I will say kind of intro intro part 1. Rosie is my non-binary mother. mother. Um lived with Rosie for like 6 months while I went <laughs> to hacker school at the behest of her and her husband partner. Partner Kyle. Yeah. Um and Rosie's currently studying to be a counselor, pursuing their master's to be um, a, like, I don't know what to call it, just counselor, or like, psychol. No, I'm not a
0: psychologist. Sci- a psych w- counselor? Psych be... counselor.
2: Uh, <laughs> That's your Pokemon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I My official like degree will be in clinical mental health counseling and I will be a licensed professional counselor an LPC once I get my license.
1: Oh,
2: nice. Naturally um that's very impressive. Um Rosie's very smart. Love them for many reasons, but especially when I was living with Rosie and like going to school, um we would have frequent feelings corners where uh we would just like catch up like in when when Ringo's at school and like Kyle's at work and Rosie and I could steal away like an hour or two just to like shoot the breeze. Definitely very dependent on Rosie for like my mental health. Um, They're always just very willing to be like, here's how your employer was wrong. (laughs) Like you feel bad right now and that's good, but don't let them make you feel like you're the problem. Because your employers have a responsibility, and uh, I love them very much for that. So Uh, I
0: appreciate that. That's a wonderful shining introduction. Um, Those feeling, I feel like those feelings corners during that period of my life were more for me than it it was for you. So it feels good to know that you are getting a lot out of it.
2: You sent me that TikTok recently that was like roommates, where it was like the roommate coming home and like unloading and being like, meow, 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 meow. And I was like, I don't know which is which. Because I feel like I could also bust into your bedroom when you're like reading a book in bed and be like, I had a hard day. And you'd be like, come sit down. <laughs> let's, let's discuss what happened. <laughs> and that is why you are mom. Cause I can be like, I've had a hard day. Can you please play Breath of the Wild while I have a beer? And you'd be like, sure, honey. Yes,
0: honey. <laughs> no, Do you need dad to fix anything for you? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need help with your homework, baby?
2: It melts my heart. I miss you guys so much. The whole family unit. I, I don't think I could ever have a roommate again. Like, I think I've just, just grown past having, having a roommate. Having a roommate. <laughs> who, like, comes home drunk with, like, a random hookup and, like, doesn't do their dishes, but living with an entire family unit, being, like, upstairs and, like, sleeping in the attic of a family was, like, so good for me. It made me feel just, like, especially because it was over the winter, so it was, like, the yeah. coldest months of the year. We could all just, like, cozy up and, like, have dinner and, like, play video games, and it. I miss it. I love yeah. you guys. I'm drunk. I'm sorry. I love you guys all the time, but this podcast is probably going to be a lot of me being like, "Ted, do you understand? Do you understand that Kyle would like explain to me why my code didn't work?" In a nice
0: way, in a really nice really way.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, because Kyle is naturally a better educator and explainer than my, my brother. brother.
0: Yeah, than my,
2: my brother. brother. Mm-hmm. Um, but, hey, I'm hey, I'm really sorry, sorry that, that your week sucked, but I'm really glad that you're
1: here to talk to, talk to Rosie, Rosie, who's like a a, a workers' a- advocate. Yeah, that honestly, I I feel much better than I've been feeling the past few days. Just getting that off of my chest and not just trying to suck it up and power through. When yeah, I'm acknowledging that I'm sensitive and this is hurting my feelings right now. But um, <laughs> but thank you guys for listening. Um, I will yeah. give the floor to somebody else to talk about their week.
2: That everything you explained kind of reminded me of when I thought you were mad at me and we're quitting the pod. Oh. Just how just how you're like, it got like colder or like people were just like less responsive. Yeah. And I felt like during that time I would text you and you'd be like, "What time do you want to record?" And I'd be like five, and you'd be like, "Okay." And I was like. Oh, God! She said, okay! No! I don't know yeah. if that makes sense or if that's mental illness. But. No,
1: I think that makes sense because I'm feeling what you were feeling. Yeah, and so yeah. that gives me perspective, too.
0: Every time I text somebody, lol now, Mary, I always think of you and I'm like, this person's going to think that I am not really laughing or... That I'm
2: angry at them. <laughs> I gotta say, the results of that poll was, like, pretty much 50-50. Like, I'm not saying everyone thinks just LOL is angry, but, mm-hmm. it, like, I'm roughly half of respondents were, like, if you send me just LOL and nothing else, I think you're mad. So, every mm. all listeners in the world, take note of that. LOL is the new "k." Especially if it's, like, You, LOL, you know how, like, okay? old people don't realize that responding just K is, like,
1: aggressive? Yeah. My mom doesn't realize that when she sends me just the letter Y when she's asking me about something. And even if she mm-hmm. wrote the whole word, I'd be like, let me call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> if, you're like, if you're, like, do you want to get together and, like, get brunch on Sunday and someone's just, like, K? I'm like, you don't have to.
1: Yeah. Like- <laughs> This no. isn't an
2: assignment from your boss. Like, you can just say no. Like, K is so aggressive. And I feel that way kind of about LOL. Yeah. To the point that if Cody sends me LOL in response to anything I send him, I'll be like, why are you mad? <laughs> because he knows that's how I feel about LOL.
1: Yeah, that's different because he has that insight. So. Mm-hmm. so so how was your week? What's been going on with you?
2: Oh. You guys, I've been, <laughs> I've been like feeling weird about how much I've said about my job on this show. Okay. Um, I'm just like, th- the odds of anyone finding this show, listening to it at my company is like very slim, but it is possible because this is out there in the ether. Um, I don't know. It seemed like a much bigger deal earlier today. I think you both know I applied for developer one and that's been the goal since i moved to live with rosie and go to hacker school to be a developer so that my i have more marketable skills and like the value of my time increases um so i i applied for developer one i interviewed for developer one and they opted to not hire me for developer one they hired some other random guy and i was pretty upset Today, they officially offered me the position of business analyst, Okay, which is basically like a IT project manager. So, it's documentation and communication for a team of developers, and it's like writing instructions for people who are going to use the software, and... Um, Our company is kind of like a Frankenstein of a bunch of different like software platforms. And so just kind of like making documentation for our internal staff to use these different things and for our external customers to use these softwares. And um, three kind of higher up individuals in the company have quit in the past like three weeks. Mm, Great time. Exactly, and so I'm like, cool. So I'm gonna be the business analyst for a company where like all the most important people have quit in the within the same month. Hmm, that doesn't sound stressful. This doesn't well. Yeah, and so it's like basically they offered me this position at forty thousand dollars a year, which is
0: that's a little more than I make.
2: It's more than I make now. That's but it feels Ill. very
1: low. Could you do you feel like you could, could you could negotiate higher? I feel,
2: I feel like, like I could, could because I could start training with the guy who quit mm-hmm. on Monday. And they could not find another candidate to do this job by Monday. The only other person, and Rosie, you and I have talked about her, the other girl named Mary on my team. Who I adore. Mary, if you hear this fucking podcast, you're the coolest person in the whole world and I want you to be my boss forever. (laughs) I know no one can see this, but (laughs) I'm like, uh, oh, yeah, chef's kiss, kiss to the sky. I don't know. She's kissing her cigarettes. Love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smoking two imaginary (laughs) cigarettes at once. Um, I love Mary. I wish she had taken this job. She chose not to because she doesn't like dealing with customers. And this is a much more customer facing communication job. But that's also why I wanted to become a developer was to get away from customer facing communications jobs. I wanted to stop being a punching bag for shitty companies and start ha- actually just like building the software that they use. Right. Um, so I, I couldn't negotiate higher. I talked to my boss when he offered me the job and I was like, I think it should be 50K. And he was like, ha, 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 ha no. And I was like, cool.
1: Um, Wait, that's what happened? I mean, that's not what happened actually, today.
2: But- I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to give me 50K, I need to think about it. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So it's still like a, an option. I'm just like bugging out. Um, I could just stay in my current job, which pays less. Mm-hmm. I could just remain in my current job and not make more money. Or I could quit this company because I make about as much money as your average fast food cashier currently so like that's what i'm dealing with is like do i like double down and like take on all this responsibility when like the company is actively crashing around me it's not the job that i want it's not developer but it is a higher paying job within this company that's very much in need and a company that i'm very familiar with and i've worked with for a long time and it can't be ignored that it is a remote job so i can continue to work from home and my dog doesn't have to be locked in cage for nine hours a day or I could quit and go fuck off to Europe for like two months and hang out with my dad. Um, I would say,
1: I'm so sorry to interrupt, but I, oh. as a recruiter or a software consultant, it's ill-advised to take a break. That's not planned. So, if you don't have a job lined up, like, it's one thing if you're like, okay, I interviewed, I set my start date for two months out, and I'm leaving, and I, and I have that gap. But if they are just like, oh, what happened? And you're like, I quit. And then I was looking, and now I'm looking for a job. Uh, recruiters really don't want to touch that. So that would be hard. But you can apply on your own. But that's just, to be honest with you, it's always a red flag, and people don't like to see it.
2: I got to say what has kept me at Allen Press this long is what you just said that you have said to me in the past and what Kyle has said to me, Rosie, (laughs) because Kyle also like hires software engineers at his company and he's like, yeah, no, just like having any job makes you more attractive when people are recruiting than
1: just fucking around in Europe with your dad. Yeah, it's true. It is true. There was one guy that I spoke to this week who on paper looked great. His LinkedIn looked really good. He had the required skills. And then I spoke to him on the phone and his resume said that he had not worked since last May because he did the Appalachian Trail, which is, it does, it does take a really long time. Um, But I was like, I'm sorry, man. There's my clients just won't go for that. And It would have been one thing had you lined this up but you quit they're gonna think you're just gonna quit on them so it's uh so so i i know it's i know you're suffering and it's not awesome and i know you heard it all the time but i think you need to be actively looking for something else because you are not going to be happy there i hear you do you think i have any
2: hope of asking for higher pay than what they've offered or should I just take the 40k and then just look for new jobs I don't want to you can reject them. Them. I don't want to take this position and then quit why, why two months them? later Fuck them. because no. I because yeah. like Taya was saying I really like my team I like mm. the people I work with it's not that I'm like I love <laughs> they're the best but like people the people that will be harmed are it's not It's uh
1: sorry my Ooh, we got to stop saying is? this name. I'm going to forget to edit it out. Are you okay, Oh my you god.
2: A I'm not having a stroke, but I need to test something real quick. Hold on. Okay.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. What do you think so far, Rosie?
0: What do I think about Mary so far? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, her situation is not unique and that a lot of people feel pressured to stay at a job because the way that we have our system set up is to separate power from mm-hmm. people. And by doing that, you are making it feel like you're hurting somebody, like you're hurting your team by leaving or making a personal decision that's good for you. Um, Yeah. When it's really, it's not you hurting them. Your company is hurting them by not paying you enough. It's not you doing it. It's them doing it. It's a trick that capitalism plays on the masses.
2: I don't think it's so much a trick as a strategy but like it genuinely will hurt my coworkers. Oh, I know it'll it make will. it'll make their lives worse every day at work. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: but it's it's, it's fault not with that. Is it your fault or is it the company's fault for not paying you enough?
2: That's fair. Especially when I'm like, sure, I'll do this job if you pay me more. And they're like, no.
0: So the trick is, the company is playing a trick on you by making you feel like you're responsible for hurting these people when it's really they are hurting you and them by not paying you enough. Yeah. Which, like, it's not, it's no, they know what they're paying their employees and they know what's, like you said, a fast food worker is getting paid. Like they know what the market looks like. Yeah. It's it's insane of you or anyone to think that they are like just they're trying to get the most out of their employees, and that means hurting their employees by not paying yeah. them enough. All of this
2: is complicated by the fact that this is company a company in Kansas where the minimum wage is three dollars lower than it's like more than three dollars lower than the minimum wage in virginia so for kansas i'm getting paid like okay money like not good money by any means but it's like i get paid as much as a sheets cashier here and that's not like sheets cashiers are scum
0: no but you it's just like i paid
2: I paid so much money for a bachelor's degree and a coding boot camp to prepare myself for, like, uh, more uh, – to get more pay. Yeah, yeah.
0: you have and, specific skills that a, a sheets worker does not have in this industry.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. I don't know. But I mean, at, the, at, at present, it's not like I could leave the company and go to anything better. It's like I haven't pursued other, other job, job opportunities, opportunities like, like, intensely, intensely enough. So I could get a new job, but is it gonna be a remote job?
1: There's so many remote jobs. I think that's I think you're But I haven't gotten one
2: yet. I've applied to a few, but I haven't like been accepted and offered a remote job beside the publishing company I work (laughs) for.
1: Yeah. Um I mean that that is true, but I think you just gotta it's Getting your foot in the door sucks. It's hard. But once you do, it's easier to get the next job. And you just, I think you just have to actively pursue it. And it's just, it's just going to be one of those things. Because, I mean, I mean, you could stay there. I just think that you're not looking out for yourself if you stay. Yeah. Yeah so but I
2: have to I have to let my boss know by tomorrow so I just say yeah I'll take the job and then start looking in earnest for a new job and quit after two weeks or do I say I'm good I don't want that job and start looking in earnest
1: I mean you, you know might know as I well mean? make more money but I mean if you feel concerned about your titles I mean that's fair but you might as you might as well take that pay increase while you try to move on. Look out for yeah. yourself.
2: Y'all are savage. Y'all are savage The comp The company is looking people. out for itself.
1: It's not looking out for you.
2: <laughs> I appreciate it. I need to hear it from somebody outside of myself. Because if I were like, fuck them, I did it. And somebody was like, that's so fucked up. I would be devastated. So to have two people I respect and admire close to me being like, fuck them. <laughs> Get that money! I'm like, yeah. thank you. Okay. You're not I robbing a
1: mom and pop store. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I trust both of you. Rosie, how was your week?
0: Um, I had a really good week.
1: Um. Good. Thank you so much. <laughs> one out, one out <laughs> of
0: three! <laughs> one out of three! One for three! So, so, um, at my internship site, we have started doing groups, which I like, started, uh, Hillary, or Hillary, um, Mary saw me, like, at the very beginning when I started this program in the first class that I had with groups, and I was, like, had a real hard time at the very beginning of it. I was very emotional and uh, resistant, mm. um, but it became something that I loved so much and see a lot of power in, um, a lot of, like, just ability to... Gain new skills or grow at a faster rate than other forms of therapy, in my opinion. Um, so I'm doing two groups and I got to do two of them this week. Um, no, I did one of them this week and one at the end of last week. And they're both like art groups, so I'm just doing art stuff with the kiddos, Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, we had some leftover supplies from one of these activities. So so with some of my individual clients, we did a paint pour. Have you guys ever seen yeah. um, videos of paint pour? So we did, like, little tiny canvases. Paint pour is where you get some acrylic paint, put in a little bit of, like, a medium that opens up the drying time of the paint so that it will, like, flosh around the canvas. You make layers. You pour different colors in of the cups that you have put the canvas on top of the cup and then flip the cup over and lift the cup and the paint pours all down the sides of the canvas and makes different designs and colors and things. Um, so, uh, we did that. We made masks this week. We, there's something crazy that happened today. Oh, we have handcuffs in our playroom and um
2: to go from like poor paint and mask craft (laughs) to like also we have handcuffs and something (laughs) happened
0: we do have handcuffs in our room and um we got to play like a scene where um basically i am like helping to counsel some of the kids with one of with my supervisor and in the room some kids have been like handcuffing us so they get to have like the power and dole out essentially consequences to us Mm -hmm. uh, or punishments, And it's just very fun to play make-believe all day. Like that's all I do is play make-believe. So I did that a lot this week. Um, there is one client that I have that I'm kind of struggling with, but that's like more of a me issue and not a her issue. Um, I think that I have a problem with this
1: client because I just want to have feelings corner and that's not what this client needs.
0: Oh, I see. Hey, that's probably my bad. That's probably also Hillary's bad.
1: (laughs) Me, my bad.
2: (laughs) Just saying, like when you started this journey, me and Hillary were like, you're going to be so good at this because we have feelings corner all the time and you don't even get paid for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you're going to get paid.
2: Um, I'm kidding, though. It's not my fault.
1: I recognize (laughs) that.
2: Um, That is so cute. I feel like Rosie has had an interest. I'm sorry, Rosie. I got to do the podcast thing. I got to segue.
0: I'm into
2: it. I've known Rosie for a while. Mm -hmm. And as long as I have known Rosie, I feel like Rosie has had an interest in, I don't know what to call it, I want to say just, like, youth. Like, I feel like you wanted to be a children's author, like, young adult fiction author, Yeah. when I knew you back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um. And True. so, and, like, now you are a mother, and you're an incredible mother. Shut you're a, up wonderful mother um and i i don't say shut up because i'm i'm one of your children so rosie raised me for six months from the age of 29 to 30
0: and it was the most developmentally rich six months of my life even
2: like when you and ringo and kyle came to visit me in lynchburg we went to amazement square which is a children's museum in downtown lynchburg and i was like i hope you guys like it took them down there we walk in rosie and kyle and what ten-year-old ringo is he ten or
0: nine
2: he was nine then okay nine-year-old ringo all three of them are like climbing through the jungle gym playing with building blocks, like, Rosie and Kyle are, like, in the action at this children's museum. I'm hungover as hell. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just, like, head in my hands on, like, a railing Smoking on the bears.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. I, like, I took, like, three smoke breaks to just go outside and, like, chill. But you're a wonderful mother. Um I think that is yeah. like,
0: important for me to, like, note That when that happened, like, when we went to Amazement Square, it wasn't, like, me and Kyle and Ringo as a unit all, like, having fun family time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, fully away from both of them, (laughs) just playing on my own, just doing puzzles. uh,
2: You were, like, in the farm section. Yeah yeah I love that I never knew where any of you were based on anyone else I was yeah, just exactly. like we oh the like... kids are going wild <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I just feel like your, your focus has always been on children, children and, and like in, like, in my, my recent life, life I'm, I'm like, like yeah because you have, have a kid, kid. But, but I feel, I feel like, like that was the case, case back in, in like like college I don't know Rosie, Rosie, do you remember, you remember the, the first, first time, time we met? met?
0: No. I really don't. When when did we first meet? Me neither. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, you don't remember? We just well. This, this, and this. I know that we were in journalism together. Well, I nope. felt like we were in journalism together, and that is not true. Um, oh. We both had, like, the same teacher just. One year apart in that class so yes. we had like similar stories and similar we worked with similar teams I think but it wasn't ever together I here's, really wish here's
2: I my memory <laughs> I don't remember meeting you for the first time but I remember I think what you're thinking is Mr. Hennel. yes yeah not journalism class but But, I was in mentorship so senior year no junior year I had um a class where basically I would just go go mentor mentor, with like like, I did did a graphic graphic designer and like maybe maybe a photographer photographer or something something. but But you you just like like, go go mentor mentor under someone else in public public, and and then then sometimes sometimes you have like in class time where you have to like do a report on like what you learned in mentorship and so I think Rosie had already graduated by the time I was there or or something something. but I I remember remember being in Mr. Handel's class like working on some some, like end of semester report and you just like came in the room and I don't I didn't know you I had never met you but I was already like cyber stalking Daryl and Matt Lovelady at that time and so I like had seen pictures of you and I knew who you were and you just like came in manic pixie dream girl style Sat on one of the desks in the class and just talked to Mr. Hennel about like music. And Mr. Hennell is a very cool teacher. He was like 60 years old at this time, but was like very with the shits and was very just like,
0: Have you heard the new
2: Clapper Hands say yeah? yeah. I just went to go see them in Charlottesville last week. And, like, he could hang. And so, yeah, like, my first memory of you is you just, like, coming in and and being, like, I like this album. I saw this band. And then being, like, all right, bye, Mr. Hennell. And, like, leaving. And I was just, like, what is it? Like, I was just confused but, like, delighted. You didn't have to be there, but you chose to come in and, like, chill with Mr. Hennell and talk about music and then leave.
0: My, like, high school career was very strange. Like, I don't, I had lots of relationships like that with teachers, and almost, especially towards the end, like, almost no responsibility. Come Oh. I don't know if you can God. hear, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shots.
1: Shots, shots, shots. Oh, shot, shot. what is that? Is that whiskey? Yeah. Do you want to take a shot? I do. Rosie, do you want to take a shot? Yeah. Should we, should we shot, take a shot. take a little break and get some shots? Don't take, take that shot Mary-Kate. Take a shot. Okay, we're getting shots. Okay. I'm gonna all pee. Right. Be back here in two minutes. I don't have whiskey, but I have vodka. That'll I have do, pig. pig. Is that what Lionel you're doing? Paw.
2: Yes! <laughs> 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 we all hold up our shot glasses. Taya's got a gallon of vodka. <laughs> She's like,
1: yeah! <laughs> this is from my wedding.
2: I don't drink oh, no apparently, so. What Wait, is- speaking of weddings, Rosie, can I amend? I RSVP'd without a, a plus one. So Mostly. Yeah, just go I
0: can do the QR code again and just do it
2: again. And, and I can and add I my plus, plus one back? back.
0: Absolutely. How
2: that much does that fuck you, fuck you up? Back. I don't understand weddings, wedding's and cost, cost but like
0: neither, like. neither do I, but it doesn't. So, you're
2: good. If, <laughs> I, if I do it like the week before the, before wedding, the wedding, is that okay? okay.
0: Why do you want to do it the week before the wedding?
1: It's always better Just to know like, I, earlier. I don't,
0: I don't have, have a definite,
2: definite plus one right, right now. Like, like, Cody can't, can't come. come. Like, I, first of all, don't want to because I don't want to, like, leave him hanging while I'm doing, like, bridesmaid stuff and hanging out with my friends from high school. But also, like, dog care. Like, it's harder to go away overnight. So I'm like... I was like talking to my mom about it. And I think like my mom would love to come. And now I'm like, maybe Taya would like
1: to come. Oh my come gosh. So I was so hoping you were going to say would love me. And I
2: Taya was my plus one. So I'm just like, how, how
0: flexible, flexible is it? Cause and I know so
2: Cody's not the mom, one, but I don't know who the plus one could
0: be. Um, I am telling select guests that if you want to go back and add a plus one under your spouse, you may do so. If you want to add more than one plus one, on the DL, you can add it under your kids. Like just say Tay is your kid, and uh, we will
2: get it done. Um, um, the Tana granddaughter Rosie is getting, getting married, married, married at a campground outside of Richmond in May, and so they like basically, basically reserved, reserved the whole summer. campground, and it's just going to be like an all-night wedding rave. Yeah. And <laughs> I think it's going to be really fun. I can't wait. And
0: it's going to be Taya. wild.
2: What okay, what if you day want to be in my May. Child for May. It's like, like May twenty eighth.
1: Yeah. I would I would absolutely love to if it's not imposing, Rosie, and I will put that in my calendar. Because because if you only have one plus one and your plus one doesn't work out, I will be ready.
2: Hell yeah! I thought you might think that's fun. I think it's gonna be really fun.
1: I love weddings, dude. Yeah. I love love. <laughs>
2: Especially camping, camping trip, trip wedding sounds so fun. And especially camping trip, trip wedding with, with, like, Rosie and Kyle are both, like, big, like, dancers. They, they love, like, like dancing yes. and yeah. just that kind of party vibe. So I think it's going to be so fucking fun. Mine, and
0: like, I love it.
2: I love it. I love it as well.
0: Our, our inside joke right now between me and Kyle is, like, every time we see a TikTok dance or, like, uh, the um fat boy slim dance that um christopher walken did every yeah. time we see something stupid like that we're like that's going to be our dance like we're going to memorize <laughs> that for our dance
1: have you learned any tiktok dances no okay i was gonna say you are an advanced creature i can i cannot they've
2: learned 22 tiktok dances in preparation for the wedding. <laughs> we
0: have like a selection to choose from
1: Wait, did you guys take your shots already?
0: Let's take
1: this shot, and then I have a question. Okay. Cheers! Cheers, y'all. Woo! Woo! Oh, y'all had chasers. Damn.
2: You're a soldier for not having one. That's wild. I'm
1: just unprepared.
2: (laughs) This is warm vodka from my wedding months ago.
0: No chaser, Mary. I wanted to ask you. You said that I came into Mister Doctor Hennel's class um, like a uh, pixie dream girl. I know that this is a strange question, but do you know? Do you remember what I was wearing or what I looked like?
2: To some extent, you're wearing jeans. Okay, you're wearing some kind of like. Like, not a form-fitting top. I was about to say flowy, but I just think it was, like, it wasn't, like, form-fitting. Okay. And then your hair was longer than it is now. It may have been, like, the longest I've ever seen it. It was, like, you... Rosie has the most beautiful, like, thickest... It's not ringlet curly. It's, like, wavy curly red hair. Yeah. It's so beautiful. And so, yeah, I don't know. It was just stunning. And and the reason I say Manic Pixie, Dream Girl vibes is because you came in with such confidence and joy. Like, you just, you came in and it was so clear you weren't there for school. You were there to hang out with Mr. Hennell and leave whenever you want to.
0: So, when I did not, gra- I think that what happened there was I did not graduate high school. So I went to two years of high school. I went to soft, I did sophomore and junior year, mm-hmm. and then I was like, I can't handle this anymore emotionally, yeah. and I decided to be homeschooled again. Mm. And I think during that, I was homeschooled, and I arranged with Waynesboro Public City Schools to let me take one class at the high school. So I took government with Mr. Ford. And I think that what happened was I just, like, would make my rounds occasionally and go and talk to Miss Riggan or Dr. Hennel or Miss Roberts um, in the school. And you were there one time when I talked to Dr. Yeah Henel.
2: Yeah, I don't remember actually meeting you, but in my head that always sticks out is like seeing you and being like, "Oh my God, that's Rosie Wagner," or "Oh my God, that's Megan Bostick." Bostick.
0: <laughs> Back when I was a Bostick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Also, Miss Regan is the only teacher at Waynesboro High School I have ever gone back to visit. Journalism, journalism teacher.
0: I love her. The best. The, the cutest. cutest. We she love her. We going to my old church after, uh, like, years after I graduate, or left high school. Um, she went to the, she goes to the Unitarian Universalist Church.
2: Taya, hey, were I, you ever school newspaper? You were, you were yearbook girl, right? Yeah, I was in book.
1: We didn't have a newspaper, and I feel like I would have been interested in that too if we if we had one. But yeah, I yeah, we didn't have a, a newspaper or a swim team. Well, we didn't have a Mary, pool.
0: You look perplexed, but at Waynesboro, we had a yearbook, like whatever, for a long, long time, and then. My class was the first class of journal, like newspaper. So, like, we created the newspaper at Waynesboro.
2: What? Yeah. I always heard that. So, Waynesboro High School, my parents went there when they were in high school, and they said it was up to a student vote what to call the newspaper, and the students voted for Waynesboro High Times. And that's ultimately what the name of the newspaper was when I was in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. And also, I found a cover photo from the Waynesboro High School newspaper from nineteen like seventy eight with my mom's picture on the front because she had been voted junior class president. Wow! And we are clones of one another. <laughs> If I ever if I have ever to don't get plastic surgery to remove my cheeks, it's in honor of my mother because our pictures or her picture on the front page, I was just like, Oh, <laughs> I am I am Susan. <laughs> if you Kate. cut all my hair off and dyed it brown, I am Susan and I'm not mad about that at all. We love her. We stand I Susan White. Absolutely. Ta Te- would you be down to interview my mom on this pod? I would love to. Do you know how many times we are going to discuss something twee and I'm going to say, yeah, my mom and I loved that. I think
1: she's a very important part of the twee experience. My mom was not pivotal to my twee experience. Um, Really? Yeah. She was just on the, my mom was very hands off. So yeah. So she didn't really, she was just like, oh, I guess Taya's going through an emo phase and then. I guess she's going through a scene kid phase, or she didn't have the, those languages. She's just like, she's doing something weird now. And then when I went through my twee era of dressing, she just was like, all right. like, All right, whatever. There was a point in time where I used to watch Dan Cook's specials on um, Comedy Central. And yeah. there was one where he was talking about, like, in the drive through, what it sounds like. Like, it always sounds muffled. And there's a part where he's like, It always sounds like they're like, in the pickles, in the pickles. And I kept saying that every time we went through a drive thru. And my mom never asked me about it until my sophomore year. And I had been doing it for two years at that point. (laughs) And she's like, what is that? That's
2: a funny joke for Taya, I guess. Yeah. And I, whatever.
1: She ignored it for so long that I just was convinced she never heard me do it. And it embarrassed me when she was like, what is that? And I was like, okay <laughs> listen to me <laughs>
0: that's so incredible
1: i saw it on tv
2: <laughs> so wait your mom never gave you any kind of like flack for like consuming any kind of like edgy media like like if you, you were listen, like, like you, you talk about like, like your emo screamo emo days was she, she ever, ever like, like what is what this like, like she never like, like walked like, into a room while you're listening to like, like Taking Back, back Sunday, Sunday, or...
1: The only time... In the car with you,
2: listening to something?
1: So she heard my screamo phase, um, and then, but the only time she ever, like, checked on me was when I was listening to this one song called All the Same by the Sick Puppies over and over again, no breaks, on repeat, and it was because it was the first time my heart was broken. Mm-hmm. And... Moms just know, dude. Yeah.
2: Moms know. Zach and I often talk about, um, there was like one day in early high school when we were living here in Virginia in like the Tidewater that he came home from school and like got home, told my mom, he's like, I'm going to my room and like, I don't want to talk to anyone. Went to his room, laid down, put on Ari, put on REMs, everybody hurts. Oh God. And just like laid in bed and listened to that. And like my mom like instantly like bursts in the door and is like, What's going on? Are you okay? What's happening? And then Zach's like, I don't wanna talk about it. I just wanna like sit alone and she like can't. Like she yeah. can't she could not accept that answer. Yeah. Which is like not good, but it's just yeah. very funny when a mom when you're like, to be honest, not feeling great, you need <laughs> a little space. And your mom is just like, why? Huh?
0: Yeah. What? what are you talking about? The mom, the mom gene is just too strong in a person, and you cannot not fix your kid. Like, you can't... Mm. I can't not do something. You're in pain. Yeah. My job is to help you survive. Obviously, you're not going to survive this, so let me help
1: you. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. you're not
2: going to survive listening to REMs. Everybody hurts. Oh, my so gosh. Need to do something.
1: <laughs> that's beautiful
2: (laughs) what about you rosie like did your mom impose any kind of like restrictions on like media you consumed whether it be music or um movies or was she kind of like did was there any form of censorship like my mom wasn't like hard and fast like if she caught us watching south park she'd turn the tv off she would just kind of like cluck her tongue and be like this is trash like this is stupid that you're watching this. Well, um,
0: my parents and mother uh, were very strict about that stuff. So I probably didn't see South Park until, I would say, I was at least 16 years old. Like, maybe not, like, even had to get out of the house before I saw stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. growing up, we weren't allowed to watch MTV. We were allowed to watch VH1.
2: That's interesting. (laughs) We never had cable unless it was football season. And every time college football season ended, my parents would turn our cable off. So that's for similar reasons is why I bring this up. They were like, it's trash unless it's Alabama college football. Yeah. See, like if
0: my parents ever caught us watching something, it was like, A bad time. It was a. We were all getting in trouble, and we were going to be shamed about it. And um, yeah, it was always like very, very narrow sort of ways of accessing media. I would say the one thing that I didn't have any boundaries around was reading. So I did read everything that I could. Mm. Same. Okay. That's all I. I would read anything. And, like, my mom openly would be like, I, I don't care if she reads, like, romance novels. Like, I'm so happy that she can read because I struggle with that so much. And I was a D student. So, just the fact that she's doing it, I don't care what it is, just read. Right. I was like, okay, I'm going to read lots of stuff. And then Did I either ended of up you? Reading, like, the Sowell Club. <laughs> Smut. No, it's it's the Saddle Club like American smut. girl book, basically.
2: I started to say smut before I heard Saddle Club, to be clear. But did either of you ever have did did you engage in the accelerated reading program?
1: Yes. Yes.
2: I didn't know if that was just a Virginia thing or
1: I think it's National. A thing. I'm pretty okay. sure. I,
0: was I also did a-
1: and gifted kid in elementary school oh yeah we're these are my people as well mm-hmm yeah but the the issue that I didn't realize it presented was they called it challenge and so when I got to middle school I was like hey I like are you gonna like whenever I'd meet people I'd be like are you in challenge like I'm in challenge and they thought I was saying I was challenged I'm challenged.
2: and they were like
1: oh you seem so normal. Like, that's what somebody said to me one day. I was like, what do you mean? I
2: did, I think I got put into, like, a a tag, Talented and Gifted Program, when I was in, like, first grade or something. Like, Like, very early. And then everywhere we moved, my mom would make sure I was, like, in the Talented and Gifted Program. And, dude, as an adult, I have frequently reached out to my mom and been like, be honest like was that special ed like when i think back on like like it was technically special ed but i was like was that like gifted because all the talented and gifted classes i did it wasn't like harder work than the traditional classroom it was like we're gonna read catherine called birdie and then have like a medieval feast themed around Catherine calperty so it was like it wasn't like we were building robots you know what i mean like it wasn't like a more challenging curriculum than like my traditional like english class yeah
1: i so same I was like, what here was that? but i i think it was um i think it had more so to do with like exposure to different types of learning and like immersion in it because there was like a whole yeah. week where we did like little house on the prairie stuff and like and then we had a week where we just wrote speeches so I think it's just um I think it was just a different type of learning that's outside of the like standardized learning so I I think that it allowed you to think critically in a different way that makes
2: me kind of like even more angry at the talented gifted program.
0: Really? Because they're robbing regular kids of getting that critical thinking oh. lesson.
2: Yeah, yeah. just cuz it's like, oh, like you can put other kids in like a less engaging like curriculum, curriculum and then be like they're worse than the kids who get the special attention where they get to have a medieval banquet themed yeah. around a young adult fiction book. book. You
1: know I what I mean? I also like, feel like we just dis- I feel like it disadvantaged a lot of gifted students because at least for me and my friends that were in the same program that I was in, we felt like we were born with an advantage that we didn't have to work on. So our work ethic was really bad and I think the work ethic was and that's what really came to light when I was in middle school where you feel like you could just get things but you, you have. That's where you started having to work towards things and put yourself towards bigger projects. And we feel like, no, I'm already this, and you're not achieving the way that gifted. you felt like you should uh, because well, you're not you working heard? for it. So, so I so think that
0: I, when I was, I remember distinctly that I was like in the third grade when I got into talented and gifted, and I asked my mom to take me out of it. And I'm really? pretty sure that the reason why was because I was already stressed by the amount of work that I needed to do in my regular class that I couldn't handle having to do all of that work and also now the Talented and Gifted,
1: like, mm, extra stuff. Okay. Like,
0: I was already using that time that I was going to be using at Talented and Gifted to get my homework done, like, during the day, and I needed, like to have my day like when I get home at least maybe one worksheet or two worksheets an hour so that I can get to like relaxing stuff because school I I was very when I was in elementary school specifically I was like I have to be doing well I remember having like crying meltdowns if I got any like one or two questions wrong on a worksheet yeah like this should
2: have been real. Like, I... I'm am going to be honest. A, Rosie's kind of still that way. Yeah. <laughs>
0: while while living
2: with mean. her... <laughs> while <laughs> living with you and you, like, are going to school, like... You would be, like, freaking out about, like, a quiz you had on, like, unit one, lesson yeah. one. And you'd be like, ah, oh, I don't know. Yeah. And then, and then you get you your grade back, back, and it's like you like got a one hundred percent, and you'd be, you'd be like, "Yeah, all uh, anxiety was, was nothing." Which, um, which, is, which is which is I think the best position, to be, best position to be in, in because like, like, like Tay and I, or what Tay was saying, I relate really to a lot, a lot is, is like, like that idea of like not not being used to. I mean, gifted kid burnout is like a meme now. Like, Like, if you're you're told, like, like, oh, you're, like, at at a level level higher than these other people, people, you're you're not not used to, like, like, striving for your your goals goals and, like, like, putting putting your nose to the the grindstone. And And I remember, remember, like, like, getting getting my my first B in, like, science class in, like, eighth grade. Like, I was a straight-A student all the way to eighth grade. And then after I got my first B, I was like, it's over and And truly my my entire high high school school career career was like like a tumble tumble. like Like, by by the time time i finished finished high school school, i had a lot lot of like like, ap AP credits but but my my actual actual classroom classroom grades were so so low low, because i was just just, like like, not not used to putting putting in the work and and actually striving i was just like i'll test well yeah no testing was a class and not do
0: homework assignments Oh no, I but had to meet every single expectation. If there was a rule, then I had to meet it.
1: That is. No question. You are so much stronger than I was because I, I think I, I understand that feeling because it existed in me in a small way. And if I felt. And I feel like that's kind of a cop out, but. Okay, so when I went to school, when I went to college, and when I went to college to take it seriously, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. And I need to ace every single class in order to be a doctor. And I remember having, like, my first, like, biology test and missing two questions. And I'm like, I can't do this because I need to, like, I can't, I I can't. And So I left the program because I'm like, if I can't do something where the answers were given to me ahead of time and I can't perform to 100%, then... I'm clearly not going to work that hard when I have organic chemistry. And, like, who wants a doctor that failed organic chemistry? And so, but I would say that, like, with high school, I don't – high school kind of feels like a, a fever dream when I think back about it because
0: – Yeah, for sure. I agree. I had also same, a same. hard time thinking about high school while I was, like, thinking about this podcast this week. I was like, I don't remember – So much
1: that I thought I remembered. Right. Like, I only remember how I felt at times. And I. Dude, I don't know what I was doing. I remember (laughs) like I remember days that we had tests and I remember that feeling of being like, oh, shit, I hope I do well. But then also being like if I don't get a grade that I want, I probably deserved it because I didn't, I wasn't doing the work and like, Oh, actually what I remember the most about high school were like the, the handful of teachers that just were real with me and not like disengaged. And I remember I had one math teacher. It was always in the math teachers that I really liked Mr. Sams, who we were in our junior or senior year. And he's like, look, you're either going to do the work or you're not. And you're going to have to be accountable for that. And I'm not going to be worried about it. And I was like, okay. And then I remember I failed one test and he's like, and I was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. I, I deserve that. I did not prepare and I was not paying attention and you aren't going to make me pay attention. You did what you needed to do and I needed to be accountable for myself. And I was like, that is real life. Like I'm going to get what I deserve if I'm not doing the work or even worse. But, and then I had another teacher who, Miss Howard was the English teacher, and she was just telling everybody to get real. Like, she was like, You guys are, you know, you were in the gifted program, you guys are in these AP classes, and you all think you're going to Harvard. Get a grip. <laughs> and no Your AP hear
2: that. classes are going to help you get into like South Carolina State. Like, Like, they're they're gonna gonna make you, like, like, top 1% of applicants to, for me, it was, like, University of Kansas. They were, like, sure, we'll take you.
1: But the thing is, she was right, because she was, like, you know what? Do the best of what you can do in what is, like, reasonable for you, which sounds, like, anti-aspirational, but I think that when you... I think we all, a lot of us had dreams without merit, and she was like, you need to work your ass off, or you need to, or or you need to get, get real, and apply to this state school, and stop applying to only Ivy Leagues, because your grades aren't there, (laughs) and I was like, oh, I think that's
2: so important,
1: yeah, I still, I, we're friends on Facebook, (laughs) she's the coolest, she's the only person that I, um, write to still.